0: Hey, it's Tardew, right? Bell and Death. we will pop the hills and view when the first time around. Um, it, I, this is not a movie that you would miss because of reasons. It's just a movie that you have to seek out to find. Because it's Awful April, and Bill wanted to watch something really, really bad. So he decided to do Neil Prince Double Down.
1: This is something I threatened to do, I think it was like last summer when I, I had a little bit of a fit where I was like, I want to do what I want to do. And you were like, Bill, that's fine. That's great. But at least let's try to save that for Awful April. And I was like, okay. And so now the time has come. And just firing up this movie. Just the whole time while watching this movie. I was like... I I was just like Anakin Skywalker on my knees. After I've just killed Mace Windu. Just going, oh my god, what have I done?
2: (laughs) What have I done?
0: Bill? Yeah? I will give you $20 if you can... Too long, didn't read the plot for me. Explain to me this plot. I will give you twenty dollars. off the top can, of my if head, if you can, if you can give it to me in a term that makes sense, in a way that makes sense.
1: I mean, I can explain the. Actually, no, because, okay, so there's a dude in the desert who gets a phone call from someone <laughs> we don't know who it is or what their date. They say you have to take down the Las Vegas Strip in two days. It's never explained why. And the rest of the movie is not really about that, then. It's mostly about an old elderly man in the desert monologuing at the camera while wearing a Richard Simmons wig. Uh, and there's two different people who hire him to do two different jobs after that. And then there's he rubs anthrax on someone. And then he heals a kid of cancer. And then he suddenly decides... Well, he starts launching his attack against the Las Vegas Strip, and then as soon as it starts, he decides he doesn't want to do it. And then he does absolutely nothing, and then stands up and says, I have stopped the attack on the Las Vegas Strip. And then he gives his eight-year-old self a ride in a car and waves goodbye, and that's the end of the movie. That Uh, double-down. I'd say
0: That's, I guess that's $5 worth of...
1: I mean, it's still not a plot because the whole thing is like, he gets hired to do this thing, but he never, it's never explained who, who wants it, why, how he does it, or how he stops it. It's just... (laughs) I
0: I was watching this and I was wondering, eventually I wondered, what would this movie be like if you took out all the voiceover?
1: Yeah, (laughs) well then it just turns into an art film, a terrible, terrible art film, rather than just a terrible, terrible crime espionage caper. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I. This is. I've always. I've always heard people talk about Neil Breen and specifically Double Down. This is his first movie, as being a, a rung lower than The Room and Timey Wiseau. So, yeah. and it really is. It really. At yeah. least The Room. It has music, it has a plot that is kind of identifiable.
0: You can at least follow it.
1: Yeah, it actually seems like an actual narrative. And it's also a movie that you can actually buy and find places.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Double Down is just a fucking weird-ass tone poem of just... It's not even... Oh my this god. Fucker,
0: Neil Breen has no idea how to write. None. No. Yeah. No, he, he doesn't know how to tell a story. In the even the most vague of terms.
1: The weird thing is, I've heard enough people talk about this movie. It seems to be kind of a cult classic, but not obviously not nearly as popular as The Room. And but I thought there would at least be and, enough people well, out there who were who who had investigated Neil Breen enough to figure out where he came from or how this movie was made. But no, not at all.
0: It's like, not really even funny. It's just baffling.
1: That's the thing. It's not like it's I not mean, like The
0: Room, where you laugh at it throughout. This is. You're just like, yeah. you feel sad for.
1: <laughs> you could the fact get some exists. friends together and and get some drinks and some pot or something like that and probably have some kind of a good time if you're just mm-hmm. in the right mood. But you also yeah. have to like re- uh, resign yourself to the fact that it's going to be an hour and a half of just there's, there's yeah there's it's not going to be as easily make funnable as the room, just because yeah. this is just so so much more it's this is kind of quieter and sadder than the room. Because this really does does feel like the ramblings of one elderly man who mm-hmm. just made this miss the movie because he feels I, like uh, scared of uh, technology and mm-hmm. kind of sad and alone i'm sorry go ahead
0: no no you're fine you were talking i wasn't yeah i, I have I a lot of thoughts a, about this movie but yeah yeah I, I came up with a theory halfway through that i'll share with you when we get there but oh, okay. i think i think my theory on this movie is the only way this movie makes any sort of sense okay I mean, but it's a disaster.
1: It is <laughs> the terrible. Actually, the highest compliment I can give this movie is: I think, I think, I think it's at least in the contention for the worst thing we've ever done. Uh, mm. I mean, we we keep on joking about how Victor Victoria is the has always been the worst thing we've ever done. Not, be, not that you know, we've done, we've tackled movies and stuff that have been you worse, know, like objectively worse than Victor Victoria, but versus yeah. expectations and everything like
0: that. I, I'd say Victor Victoria is the movie we hated the most. Not hate, the worst yeah, movie that's that,
1: that's probably a better way to, yeah, exactly, yeah. And, and again, like I don't hate this more than the than Victor Victoria, but this is more baffling. This this may be the most just inexplicable thing we've ever tackled yet, <laughs> and. Mm-hmm. I it's definitely
0: of, the worst made, and I'm including bit yeah, exactly. of wood in there.
1: Yeah, no, this is this again. Plan Nine actually has a plot you can kind of describe to people. It's not going to make much sense, but at least there is kind of like an arc. There's multiple named characters. This doesn't. The sets
0: are better, <laughs> sets even if they're made, made out of cardboard. The well, sets are better.
1: And I, I can't understand how this guy got the money to make more movies after this because you think so, so well i was getting back to what i was saying before like uh trying to figure out where this movie came from and seeing if other people had figured out how this movie got made like you know the room has one of the guys who worked on the room with tommy so he wrote a whole expose about the room and talking about where tommy so came from no one seems to know who or what the hell neil breen is is like where he's where he came from or how he got the money to make these movies other than the fact that um, if you look at his IMDB profile that seems to be written by Neil Breen himself, he does Shocking. say he, he's from Las Vegas. He made a lot of money being an architect in Las Vegas and he put some of that money towards making these movies. But mm-hmm. like... <laughs> I was about to say. I mean, I was about to, like, it's not like he, this movie took that much money to make. <laughs> but still, it's just... Like, I, I wonder, did he quit his job as an architect to make Double Down? Or is this something he was just filming on the weekends by himself? Presumably? Like, was there ever any anyone else on the other side of the camera? Or is he just talking to a tripod for like 95% of this movie in the desert? With his fake little plastic skeletons and his cans of tuna? <laughs> like, this, yeah, more than anything else, this movie feels like a call, like a plea for help. Aside from the fact that he keeps on waking up next to a car that says, Help me, right in blood. (laughs) But, yeah, it's Double Down. And just even looking up, like, Neil Breen's, like, supposedly he was only born in 1960, which means he was only, like, 40, 45 when this movie was made in 2005? Does the Matt, and I'm like, no, this guy's like elderly. Like, he's not like. I, I refuse to believe that because that makes me as old as Neil Breen when he made this movie, and I don't want to be Neil Breen when he made this movie.
0: I mean, if, if he does, if he did grow up and live in Vegas and whatever, it's always the sun has cooked him to a crisp.
1: Yeah, because he's kind of a weird, leathery dude. But mm-hmm. like, should we just dig into the movie? Just... Yeah, let's
0: dig in with this—the opening of the stock footage of clouds. Yeah, it's sky. like the opening of
1: *Airwolf* or *Back to the Future 2, where just flying through clouds and it just says and double down. The, the,
0: it says "double down," which what the fuck does that title have to do with anything and in this movie? That's
1: watching the end of the movie. Like, I, like there's this. It's not like he doubles down on his mission because he gives up on his mission. Mm. Like, yeah, I, who knows? Again, yeah, it's and... just okay.
0: And don't worry, it was produced, written, and directed by this asshole.
1: <laughs> I love when the end credits roll up and it's just nothing oh, but Neil Breed. Oh, no, don't
0: worry. Um, yeah, well, catered I, by, listening. lighting by. And oh boy, the desert. No better place to film a movie than Red Sand and Dull Dead Rocks. Well, got even one, Neil.
1: The camera fall, pans down and it starts off with Neil Breed sleeping on a rocky crevice like a wild animal. Like, that's supposed to be something normal even for someone on the run. You're it, not just gonna sleep on a rocky crevice.
0: His name's Aaron Brad, but we're, he's just gonna be Neil Breen throughout never the entirety gets, of this.
1: You know what? No one else mentions his name throughout the film, and there's no other named characters within
2: the film, I think too.
0: one person says Aaron at some point. You think so? Okay. Who, yeah, I think so, oh, but I don't, who, who fucking cares? He's, it's Neil Breen, and he's fucking awesome, supposedly. And, um, Top oh, of his class, <laughs> lots of medals as a fighter I, pilot. I
1: took a whole page of notes just on the first 10, 10 15 minutes of this movie because the whole first 10 15 minutes there's no plot it's just him walking through the desert uh Bill, monologuing
0: about how cool he is the whole movie there's no plot what are you talking no, about no but
1: like even then like you, we don't even get to see his car for like the first 10 minutes cuz it's just yeah. him, him walking down these rocks talking about like he, he's he
0: says he he's always lived between this world and the other what is he talking about what he, other
1: He's obsessed with like split realities and pairs. Like his most recent movie, which I just came out, uh, just think came out like right around Christmas, was called Twisted Pair. Mm-hmm. And like, I think that's a movie where he actually does play twin brothers, one of which is an alien <laughs> that he's fighting or something like that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's simultaneously somehow the most beloved soldier slash rocket scientist slash oh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. computer he's... genius in the world.
0: He's a mercenary, yeah. working for whoever the fuck wants to hire him. Whatever country, he doesn't he doesn't care. And thrill, as you watch this old man <laughs> climb down some rocks awkwardly, as he tells you he met the love of his life when they were both seven. Yeah, now he he was with her forever. They're getting married. Uh, no, they aren't, cause she's dead. <laughs> <laughs> I said you know, that's you're you're not getting married. That's one of she's the big dead. structural
1: problems in this movie is that he keeps flipping back and forth between what like, it's. I guess they're supposed to be flashbacks but the movie never makes that clear so like yeah he's constantly seeing the ghost of his dead fiance and and, or like the ghost of himself and his dead fiance when they were seven Mm -hmm. and yeah this whole time yeah he's 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 monologuing about how yeah he's a supercomputer genius and but he's also always threatening to lay waste to entire cities
0: well, he and... developed a way to control any computer or satellite the government has, and I guess that means he uses outdated laptops and flip phones <laughs> in the middle of the desert while wearing latex gloves. Yeah,
1: he's just sitting. There. None
0: of which, none of the computers of which are actually on as he types on them.
1: Yeah, and they're just ancient computers. And he's like, there's one bit where he's like trying to t- uh, t- uh, type, uh, trying to use two different cell phones at the same time by randomly punching buttons into both keypads for them both. <laughs> And, and yeah, one of his first lines of dialogue is, after all, I controlled access to the National Geospatial Intelligence Agency. Oh, this over, like, sudden stock footage of, like, Skylab being put together. And, but then he starts talking about how uh, he's a mercenary who takes all the money he earns from assassinating people. Oh,
0: okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Then he he mentions they killed his fiancée, and he says a lot of jargon. Which is basically i'm awesome and i control everything he looked everything.
1: up some oh, i wasn't even wikipedia and back in the day he was probably just looking up encyclopedias about like just he, like global world government infrastructure yeah. and stuff yeah
0: he made millions of money doing what he does but he gives it all to children's charity and disaster relief funds so he's a good guy even though he sure as shit is a bioterrorist he's that's, a really nice guy who gives to charity that's the
1: that makes him seem so schizophrenic because he's talking about how he makes this vast amount of money from assassinating people toppling governments and threatening the world and he takes all that money and puts it back into charities, orphanages and cleaning up after Hurricane Katrina Mm so like he's simultaneously the world's biggest threat to peace but also the biggest proponent of like we gotta help the children. And it's I have just...
0: killed hundreds of thousands of parents <laughs> and to make the children orphans, so I can give exactly. them money. Exactly,
1: <laughs> he can he can help the world just by shooting himself and never getting involved with any of this. And mm-hmm. uh, I does he even say here is this when he gives he says he's, he's got orders to shut down the Las Vegas Strip for two months.
0: Yes, but he's a good guy.
1: He's a good guy. And it's never explained who wants this or why it needs to happen. No. I don't know if it's like some mob bosses, like their wife got lost a bunch of money at the (laughs) casino, so they just want revenge or what, but.
0: I don't know. Oh my And he's received bioelectrical <laughs> implants to help him carry out his attacks. And okay, sure, that will never become a thing in the rest of the movie. Which is but just, whatever you think is cool, Neil. I guess. It just, and just
1: then there's some the stock footage of someone getting eye surgery, like LASIK. Mm-hmm. And so he's supposed to be like part cyborg, I guess. There's-
0: I guess.
1: And it's just... But he's still just like this old man who looks like Poop Dick Pappy in a Richard Simmons wig. It's nothing...
0: Yeah. Hey, you, oh you know how God. how even though he looked like a horrible sack of bologna, uh, Tommy Wiseau was ripped as shit?
1: Oh, yeah, no. He actually and he had that like, uh, like chiseled Neil Frankenstein Breen. face.
0: Neil... <laughs> Neil Breen likes to wear wife beaters, and he is <laughs> scrawny and... Just awful to look he at.
1: He looks like a 60-year-old kindergarten teacher. Like, <laughs> like, like he looks like a he looks like he should have like a sundress on. He's got mm-hmm. this really weak chin and this beaky nose and this like obviously dyed hair that's supposed to make him look way longer. Oh my, it's just.
0: <sighs> uh, so he kills white-collar criminals who quote-unquote escape the legal system. Like the fields <laughs> are full of their bodies. He's a good guy.
1: But yeah. And and then
0: then his voiceover says, I'm just a simple person. Fuck you, Neil. Your whole voiceover up to now has been about how amazing you are and how great you are at everything.
1: Well, he's a simple person who just eats fucking tuna out of a can in triple-digit heat while driving through the New Mexico desert. And
0: lives in his car. And this sloppy motherfucker (laughs) spills like a whole half a can of tuna onto his lap.
1: I appreciate that he's not totally... Even though the monologue makes him sound like... A godlike omnipotent motherfucker. He's just spilling wet tuna all over himself. It almost dries right off the road. So I appreciate there's at least a little bit of fallibility in, in
0: Nevada. Nevada heat. His car has to smell just. <laughs> well, Mwah. He's
1: thinking about going going out of their way to show how his car is filled to the brim with empty tuna cans. So you can imagine what he and his car smells like. Ugh. Like, could you imagine like when he like when
0: he what goes? What a weird he, choice. <laughs>
1: tuna not even like canned soup or anything no so can you imagine being the couple that he is the newlywed couple that he tries to assassinate (laughs) later when he shows up smelling like baked rotten tuna <laughs> and he's supposed to be this this super spy assassin who can never be found and never tracked but all i have to do is follow the cans of tuna and just think
0: you know it's also, just... he almost crashes his car because he's <laughs> eating his tuna like a sloppy monster yeah, boy and it's
1: great too because he's driving and if there's like a handmade sign that says las vegas 23 miles and like old plastic skeleton next to the sign it mm. looks like it looks like a live-action screenshot from the simpsons
0: it's Everything just... he needs is always with him. Satellite dishes <laughs> and, and don't think too hard that they're actually satellite dishes. They're just direct TV dishes.
1: <laughs> yeah, governments don't La- try to kill me. I've secretly planted <laughs> biological bombs in seven major cities. Yes, yeah, hold on. Yeah. We're
0: almost there. Okay, uh, he's got laptops, six cell phones. They're all flip phones, by the way. Yeah, what? and biotear. He's yeah. the best. He always travels with his biotear. <laughs> bio- this asshole. This asshole <laughs> loves stock footage. Did he just he say also bio-terre? loves. Yeah, he also loves footage of using old-ass computers that aren't even on. And now you can talk about why the governments won't kill him, Bill.
1: Yeah, he secretly planted biological bombs in seven major cities. I've also secretly advised all the major news outlets of my plan. Mm
0: -hmm. What
1: plan? Specifically, his plan to take out the Las Vegas Strip? Or just his Uh, existence in the world altogether?
0: and he's, oh he, if those bombs go off, they'll kill hundreds of thousands. He has to send a coded message every third day to keep <laughs> it from happening, which is a great plan since he seems to pass out and forgets what's going on randomly. <laughs> I know,
1: for days at a time. I lost track of how many times he wakes up in the dirt next to his car in this movie. Yeah. Uh, it's because he just seems to pass out. It's not like he goes to bed. Well, sometimes he goes to bed and he's actually sleeping in the backseat of his car with his mm-hmm. bare naked feet hanging out the, <laughs> his empty car door. <laughs> but then he wakes up the next morning face down in the dirt. Like, yeah. not even next to his car, but in the wheel well of his car. Yeah. As if, like, if, if something happened to the parking brake on his car, he would be crushed by the wheel of his own car. But,
0: but, also, yeah, he, he, he carries around vials of blood in just, like, a foam foam cut out foam cut in half
1: is keep, that bl- what well, are you keep, talking about his magic keep... anti-fish potion
0: yeah keep that shit sitting in the sun that's gonna be real good for it
1: um well they also show he's a simple person a simple person with a car that magically projects a force a magical force field that can render himself and his car invincible or invincible Invi- yeah, invisible, invisible. Yeah. while yeah. cooking his enemies brains with- cause he's just sitting there He's doing computer stuff, and then suddenly someone, like, a secret agent comes out to his car, and then suddenly his car's not, he and his car is no longer there, and the secret agent starts to bleed out his eyes and ears.
0: But you're describing it like, like you'd have, you'd set up a tripod, you'd have the camera film it, and then you'd move the car out of the way. And so it would be the exact same shot, yeah, uh, just without the car there. But no, he moves the camera in between the two shots. So, so
1: you're—is this like two days later? Like it's no, not tw- like its, it's not it's a terrible. special effect or an editing trick. It's just—it just you don't understand what's happening because he doesn't understand the language of film. And mm. like I had to rewind it and go back and rewatch it twice to make sure. Okay, he's sup- he's trying to insinuate his car is an inv- is is invisible. But yeah. it's just done so badly. You just it just looks like he and the car and the and the secret agent are in two different places or something. Like yep. it makes no sense. But yeah, I guess Neil Brink can just magically kill anyone with his invisible car uh deflector cloaking shield. It's yep. just what? Okay.
0: And he loves bioterror, so he goes with <laughs> his foam case and kills. This dude is fixing kills... it on
1: bioterror, yeah.
0: He kills a ton of fishes.
1: Well, Hero? He, he, by killing a ton of fishes, he goes to a small pond <laughs> and puts like a red potion into the w- pond water that spontaneously mm-hmm. generates half a dozen dead fish that he bought from Safeway and put, put by the side of the water <laughs> to make it look like he killed a bunch of fish. But yeah, I yep. guess, I don't know, well, I was going to say that I guess this can't be Anthrax because we see him trading this red poison fish potion for Anthrax later, so I guess I just... Who the
0: fuck knows, but... Nah, no, who not, yeah. <sighs> yeah, and, anyway, uh, yeah. Piano music starts to play while a body moves around in some sort of, like... It's not quite a body bag, it's not quite a sleeping bag, I don't know what it is.
1: Oh, the green tarp bag? Yeah. Yeah, that we... <laughs> that's...
0: And you have no I, I. I. There's Later, there's hair in it, and there's a skeleton in it, and I don't... Is is that... Is he totally around the body of his dead fiancé? Is that what he's suggestion. supposed to be doing?
1: Because we see it often enough, and, like... I, I guess, but it's obviously just like a store-bought Halloween plastic skeleton. It's not even like a corpse. Like if anyone saw, like if you were just hiking through the desert and you saw that prop, no one would think, "Oh my God, there's a dead body." And like, oh, someone left their Halloween toy out here.
0: Even if he had used black trash bags, it would have been more believable.
1: Yeah, and it's just, I again confounding, so, like that, like yeah, what is happening or what the time? And then he is. says,
0: "Come back to me, come back to me." And then little kids are playing. And I guess that's supposed to be him and his fiance when they were kids. Again, they were in love yeah, or whatever. you would... And Neil Breen, you motherfucker, are trying to tell me that you are the same age as this lady. Uh-huh. The fuck you are. Exactly. Shut up.
1: Well, also, these obviously modern four-year-old kids are supposed to be playing seven-year-old Neil Breen in, I guess, what would be 1967? Mm-hmm. And also, this is... <laughs> This, yeah, this in my notes I freaked out when I realized he was only supposed to be like in his mid forties when he made this movie, which I think that's beautiful. But yeah, no, he is obviously he's I not just old enough to be that actress's uh, dad; he's got to be almost old enough to be her grandfather. It's <laughs> fucking hideous. In which that gets well, we're almost there anyway. But like the scene, oh yeah, which so I guess uh, it's a flashback. <laughs> it's just oh my god, this so is just, okay. Oh, so here's no. probably
0: the best scene in the movie, and I use the. The word best. This moodfully. is definitely the
1: most remarkable scene. Just be- oh There's, yeah.
0: So and also oh, before we get there, Neil Breen keeps using these shots of like from the knees down, these black dress shoes and slacks walking around. Yeah, I have no idea who that's supposed to be.
1: Because he wears jeans and combat boots, or not combat, uh, uh, cowboy boots. Cowboy boots, yeah. And so it's just. And he
0: films it. It it feels like it's supposed to be sinister, but we don't know who that is. Well, especially never explained.
1: Is like intercut from uh, from footage from like an an Encarta CD-ROM. Video footage of like from like 1992 of like the rock of, of a helicopter flying over the Rocky Mountains, and it's just like mm-hmm. what would like it like a, like a moving screensaver intercut with what I guess are supposed to be the feats of maybe more secret agents coming out to get them. I don't know, whatever. But suddenly, yep. suddenly, we're in the the, the 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 res uh the yeah, resort from Adams Family Reunion,
0: mm-hmm. it's There's all a tropical pool and shit, yeah, and he asks his lady to be with him and get and, and asked her marry him and they are not the same age no and, and they are never, both i have fucking I have, naked. I, well she's got a flesh colored thong on and i have never seen anyone i could feel the awkwardness of her this poor lady in her uh. flesh colored thong trying not to not let the camera get a shot of her titties and not let neil breen touch her too much
1: um, because, especially because all the, like, the, 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 the long shots where you can kind of see them from the butt cheeks up, she's positioning herself so, like, the camera can't see as much of her naked body as possible. Her but, like, body when it's, language it's is... It's just, she's just all clenched <laughs> up and just like, yes, dear, I love you forever.
0: And then, and and then <laughs> she gets sniped in the back. Wow! Well, not so much he...
1: sniped as much as she goes, uh, oh, and there's melted lipstick suddenly on her back.
0: <laughs> yeah. He... He has an orgasm, I think, because he goes.
1: <laughs> he catches <laughs> her and goes. Yeah, he doesn't say, "Ask what's wrong," or "Or look around to see what who shot his wife." He just goes. He just comes on her belly, as yeah. as the he light of her life is draining from her eyes.
0: He literally yeah. goes.
1: Argh! And <sighs> I. It's. And then. It's,
0: and then this um, is not how
1: she. Oh, and I forget she also says, I can't wait to be your wife. Right before that's her last <laughs> line. <laughs> that's and, how real people talk. Is I can't wait to and, be your wife.
0: And then her dead body floats around the pool, and this poor lady is squeezing her butt cheeks together so tight. Because she does not want the camera to even get a glimpse of her beehole.
1: Because Neil Brien's like, okay, you know what, guys? Whatever film crew he had, I'm just, again, I'm wondering if it's just him and his cell phone. He's like, okay. Not only gonna we gonna have to float naked and face down in the swimming pool, but I'm gonna f- put the camera right where it can't help but photograph our assholes from behind as we're floating in the water. So yeah, yep. I'm kind of wondering. And she's she... super glued her butt cheeks tight. So yeah,
0: she like... does. She doesn't want anybody to see her asshole. Not Neil though. He is happy and... to spread his legs, floating next to her, and just let everybody see, see you his great puckered and...
1: asshole and his hairless balls. <laughs> Oh, it's you can just do see his his whole buffalo shot his <laughs> carriage is all undercarriage. It's just, and this we're, we're sixteen minutes into the movie, and this. Is just, <laughs> I mean, this actually is kind of the highlight. Why, the is, play, why did he down. decide to float
0: with... flat, face down with her?
1: <laughs> who knows? <laughs> we never find out who killed her. No, or what, he's for someone so powerful, and never seems to be taking revenge for. It's just. He just decides to give up on life, but I guess not forever. I guess he must have, like, took one long breath, and as soon as that was done, he just got up and was like, Okay, this... well, I guess I better continue with my life. This fucking oh, asshole makes
0: Tommy so look like Laurence Olivier.
1: That's what I'm saying. It's just, like, at least... Tommy Wiseau had aspirations to be a filmmaker (laughs) and a performer. Neil Breen, this just seems like the crazy ramblings of a crazy person. I think that's because he's just kind of talking to himself. Like, he's not worried about, like, at least Tommy Wiseau was kind of, like, thinking about the audience when he was showing his ass during the sex scene mm -hmm. and having sex with that poor lady's stomach. (laughs) But, like, this is just... (laughs) Like, Neil Bray doesn't even seem to understand that other people other than himself are going to have to watch this some
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> Like, that's, yeah. It's a... And
0: then he talks Oof. about how when he's asleep, he's with her. When, when he's awake, oh, he's so alone. He he says this while he's sitting next to her on a hillside hugging her and I'd say you can barely see how barely contained her contempt for Neil is but it's not. She fucking can't stand this dude nuzzling against her and her body
1: language is all just like her shoulders are hunched. She
0: hates this dude.
1: (laughs) while well, he's all like sunburnt and fishy and flopping against her and so like oh you're my wife and she's uh. yeah it is it is is the movie equivalent cool of just like a prom date a terrible prom date that won't stop mm-hmm. it's Opa
0: Opa <laughs> so oh my god he wakes... I'm so
1: sorry Daniel
0: This. <laughs> is... oh, you know what Bill don't worry I'm gonna get you back with my next movie <laughs> god, so okay. he, oh. he wakes up on the ground next to his car which has blood on it written that says help me and he's Which, he's never yeah. gonna explain that one huh neil just just
1: well especially because it happens like it's not always the same like it's the help me is written on the car in a couple different places in a couple different ways mm-hmm. throughout the movie so it's not like he's always just waking up by the same wheel well yeah like uh, i think in the next scene <laughs> he always he's acts... like, <laughs> at the front of the car and he always acts
0: <laughs> and he acts thing. like it's a spooky ghost and scuttles <laughs> and away
1: it's never explained or even hinted at. Is that him? Like, is that a call from help from himself? Is that his dead wife leaving the message? What the fuck is going on? To... No, it's yeah. just... And then, oh my god, And then he yeah. says he
0: can't forget her nor forgive them for what they did to them. hey my dude yeah, he never explains hey, who's my, them or what hey, yeah Hey, my dude, you're a bioterrorist. You've said it yourself. You fucking kind of had this coming. And then, and, and <laughs> now, and now THRILL as you watch him change the license plate on his car. Gasp in awe as you observe and him on walk on into five. a rest area bathroom <laughs> to change clothes. Shit yourself. Enjoy as you see him drive around Las Vegas on the strip. Yeah. And then, I had
1: my notes. <sighs> I wrote, at, like, at this point, I was like, okay, I'm assuming this is the end of the prologue and this is when the one mo- the real movie starts. Because doesn't he say something about how he's going to have a meeting in the morning or something like something that? Like
0: that he goes, something like that. Because he goes that. to meet then, some old yeah. man in Vegas. And the old man says, I... Hey, we haven't located him yet, but he's very close, very close. He'll kill anyone, anywhere to advance his terrorist goals.
1: This is it. You're not. This is not an excerpt of his dialogue. This is all the exposition <laughs> we have about this. Whoever, like Tommy, or, uh, or not Tommy Wilson, Neil Breed's supposed to be after in this film, I guess. He's yeah.
0: planning something big, bigger than 9/11 or any of the large catastrophes after 9/11 the public wasn't aware of. Yeah. Okay. Sure. There. Yeah, cool, Okay. <laughs> Okay, yeah. And then Neil starts telling this guy how bioweapons are the way to go. Nu- not not bombs or, or nuclear bombs or whatever. And you get, okay, okay. And he, he asks how. He starts talking about, yeah, how?
1: nuclear bombs are a joke. And even hand to hand combat. Uh, cyber warfare can be defeated by hand to hand combat at any time. <laughs> and this is just. The fun. And then I forgot, I think the guy also interrupts him with a moment where he says, this is biological chemical
0: the worst kind. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then he asked Neil asks how he can help the old man. What's happening? Who are they talking about? Who is this old man? What is Neil talking this, about? How did he think this writing made any sense?
1: Both these guys are just standing in front of a blue sky so you can't even tell where they're at or like what their relationship to anyone else and, is. And, then and it's just, yeah.
0: Stock footage of Vegas and Vegas clubs happening, like dancers and shit. It's such a bad town it's
1: gonna get what it deserves? I, yeah, I mean... I, or unless he thought, like, okay, we need a little bit of... Like, this isn't the scene where he shows some TNA or anything, right? No. It's just, like, random, like, stuff. Oh, yeah, it is just, like, random stock footage yeah. of the strip just to... Yeah. Sh- yeah, just to say, hey, this is Vegas, baby. Yep, and then Which he... I think he actually says a couple times in the film. Yeah, he
0: does. He wakes up <laughs> next to his car again, says something about preparing for the attack diversions. What? And then he... You
1: know what? I'm watching it right now, but, like... Like, even before he wakes up, the the, the, the footage of uh, the like Cirque du Soleil stuff is like intercut with someone loading bullets into a gun yeah. that we never. That's, that's never existed. No.
2: G.I. Joe will return after these messages. Las Vegas, where anything goes. Enjoy it while you can. I'm about to end it all. My name is Aaron Brand. I always thought I was doing the right thing and preparing for life. I was the first in my class in college in computer science. I joined the military and became a fighter pilot and won many medals for distinguished service. I'm now a covert agent, a mercenary for any nation that wants to control another. I don't need much to live on anymore. I just eat tuna out of the can and live in the car. I control access to anything and everything. Even from my little simple, brilliant setup. My orders from another country are to shut down the Las Vegas Strip for two months. I've been given this great power, but I'm so alone without the girl I love. My girlfriend and I always wanted to have children. I love you. And now all of that's been taken away from me. Confirmed. Oh, jeez. He is planning something very big. Bigger than 9-11 or any of the other larger catastrophes we caught in time after 9-11. It's me. Give me the president. Contact has been made. Governments don't dare try to kill me. Where does he go? He's on a quest. Don't ask. He's protected. You're a genius.
0: The best. But you know that. No. This time?
1: Personal.
2: I can't forget her. Nor forgive them for what they did to us. Forgive me. Forgive me. It's starting now. Marriage is over! Get out! I've got the package. It's a setup. up. No sense. Don't ask how I found you. I know everything. It broke open. Run! Holy shit, it's him! So many questions, I'm so confused! I can't go on with this! I can't go on with this! I'm an American! I'm an American! I love this country! My country! Our daughter, Megan, was just diagnosed with brain cancer. Oh, no. I'm so sorry. An assassination. We want to kill someone. Oh!
0: turn to kissy for.
1: yeah he wakes up the next morning yeah and
0: then and next to his car again and says he's something about preparing for the attack diversions and then he finds some random old man in the desert points a gun at him awkwardly climbs a hill away because the gold man's not a threat old man tries to follow him slips <gasps> oh on God, a old man. slips on a rock bashes his head open except and it's all bloody except for the next scene where it's not and then yeah neil and says he felt drawn to him and knew and knew his spirit. Old man gives him a rock some fool's gold and says oh, that's really and talk. says You are yeah, the one, yeah. you're the one and then so Neil buries him, I guess. And then a random like, Oh, that's right, Random yeah. stock footage of a bald eagle.
1: <laughs> and so I guess this is this old man has given Neil Breen a magic rock that lets him heal cancer. No, he has! And it's never <laughs> explained again, it's just- And then
0: Neil Breen screams, Where are you? Where are you? To to, to no one. Who is he screaming to? This His all, dead wife? One, she's dead, yeah, my dude. she's he's douche. still just dead. around
1: the same rocky hill in the desert, just, yeah. She's in
0: the ground and buried, I think, except for her corpse <laughs> might be in that bank, but you visit her grave later in the movie? I don't know.
1: Oh, I forgot, yeah, because she's got, like, yeah, oh my and god, this is... And then he
0: sees his parents on the shores of some pond or something. Oh, yeah, something. no, he
1: actually, well, he, oh, god, yeah, he... And oh, then... so he bears the guy, okay, okay, here's, okay, so he bears the guy, wakes up again. Mm-hmm. And, okay, so this is the third time he wakes up in the f- forward wheel well of the car where, yeah, this is definitely different help me written in blood on the car. Yeah. And so this is the, yeah, it's, te- I guess t- technically it's the next, de- unless, is he in Don't try to figure it out. Was that a dream with the old man? No, because he, he has a rock, rock in real life. Yeah. yeah. Okay, but yeah, he goes, he wakes up, he goes visit with, that's when he sees his actual wifes actual dead grave. But then, yeah, go go ahead
0: with the, he, the parents. He sees his parents on the shores of some salt lake or some shit, and he has yeah, them, another water he's hole, like, hey, yeah. is there a heaven? And they basically shrug and walk off. And Neil, you made these poor old fucks walk barefoot <laughs> on jagged rocks? You, a, yeah. you a asshole.
1: But it was worth it so they could do a whole creation of Adam thing where they reach out to and him and I, touch I, his hand
0: and it's all like I think this next scene is really the heart of the movie. Where he oh. he has dinner with a family, a grandma, is that- the grandma's son, and the guy that guy's daughter.
1: Is it explained who are they friends or are they his family?
0: Who knows? (laughs) Again, there's no named characters. Well, you know what the daughter must
1: be named because they're like oh little Susie's blah blah blah. And then
0: he he talks about how he's a a terrorist, but it's not all car chases or explosions like in the movies. Everything's just really done in secret. Hey, can have some. He's talking to
1: people about how he's a mass murderer.
0: Yeah. (laughs) they don't even bad night and then he's like yeah, but you you know, it's all really secret. Can I have some water, please? And the little girl says, hey grandma, can I get him some water? And the grandma goes, yes. And so that little girl wanders off and her dad goes, hey, speaking of secrets, have I got a doozy for you? That daughter of mine right there? Yeah, she got some serious brain cancer, like, whoa. And Neil brain's like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. And then she comes back. Neil squeezes the rock the old man gave him puts his hand on her head and says, no, thank you. And I, I, he thinks he can cure people now?
1: I, You know what the best... So, point, I, I love the idea that he actually I, doesn't cure her, he just thinks he cured her. So this... He's got this, that is, magic rod. this
0: is where I came up with my theory on this movie, oh is... My God. I don't... I don't... I think Neil Breen thinks he's as awesome as he is in this movie. I think he's, it's just the story of a crazy old man who lives in the desert and none of what he's doing is real. The people he talked to are imaginary. The computers, that would explain why the computers are on. The phones are older shit. No one talks like real life people. All of this movie is just going on inside his head. You old, is,
1: just, do you think this is just an artfully accurate representation of an old man losing his mind
0: before he's like dying in the, in
1: that's the desert? That's the
0: only way any of this makes sense. He's got, he's, he has very bad heat stroke and schizophrenia and is just seeing shit.
1: In the middle of the scene where the old man gives him the rock, in my notes, this is, this is the moment it finally stupidly occurred to me that this movie may, just may not have any fucking plot at all. Yeah. And that's, I was absolutely correct and your your interpretation of these events is just as valid as anyone else's mm-hmm. i mean that gives neil breen way too much credit because obviously he's just this psychopath oh yeah no uh, of a course. no 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 yeah. streak a mile wide but it is
0: yeah <laughs> but yeah, if, if you just... if you watch this movie yeah. like he's imagining everything and it, nothing's actually yeah, really yeah, happening I can see that it makes it more, makes sense, more but... sense
1: oh god because
0: but... <sighs> <sighs> yeah and then some yeah. some great footage of him using a, a, a wrench on his Directv dishes, but just in random <laughs> spots. There's no actual just bolts randomly, or nuts or I anything. He's, he's just, actually tightening. He's just rubbing it.
1: On well, the also dish. if you notice in some scenes when he's using his laptops in in conjunction with the the Directv satellite dish, he'll type something into the computer and like look for the readout for the results of it on on the mm-hmm, dish, mm-hmm. as if the dish has some kind of like yeah. He keeps glancing what?
0: back and forth between them like oh, like we, they'll like they'll scamper off if he doesn't keep an eye on them
1: did has he talked to his ghost of his dead wife to tell her that he just healed the kid's brain cancer
0: i don't remember maybe i might have uh, not because, taken notes on that part
1: yeah because there's a scene where like yeah he he falls asleep he dreams of his dead wife tells her it says oh hey the so-and-so friend their daughter i i healed her brain cancer then he offers to bring his dead wife back to oh, life yeah, and she yeah. freaks out. Oh, yeah, no, like we're not there yet because I totally did take okay. a note on that.
0: So okay. um, then he uses his uh, 40 minutes into this movie. Nothing has happened. Uh, no,
1: nothing has happened. Yeah, we're almost halfway through the film.
0: Footage of him napping in his <laughs> car. To be fair, he
1: has healed cancer. I guess. <laughs> That's not nothing. Well,
0: we'll, f- we'll, see, we'll see about oh, that. God, and yeah, this is just footage, of him, footage of him napping just on in the, the phone, car. Just, Yeah. Random things happens. He says, it's me. Get me the president. But nothing comes from that. Two people do some sort of deal where anthrax is sold to someone. And they just oh, yeah. they just push it off the hood of their car and dump it on the ground where it spills over. And a voiceover says, airborne anthrax is lethal once inhaled. Be careful. Too late for that, bucko. They always already <laughs> spilled it everywhere. And then back to Vegas stock footage. He meets two dudes in a parking lot. A lady bumps his car with a shopping cart, putting a tracer or some shit on it, in the most subtle bit of espionage ever seen, yeah. while another lady is filming the whole thing on some little handy cam, and just, well, JVC just, just yeah. hanging out all over the place, not even trying to be discreet, and then Neil says they should move away from the cars, they could be bugged, and then to keep walking, even though nobody moves an inch... And then he goes on about how many terrorist things he's done and how easy it is, and I don't know why. And they want. Oh, well,
1: yeah, they ask him, like, they ask him how. They very cryptically ask him how his quest has been going. Yeah. And if he can assassinate someone's family for them. Just so he can well, give them a speech about how easy it is to destroy complex civ- uh, civic infrastructures.
0: Mm-hmm. They want him to kill yeah. someone or that person's family or loved ones, and the writing isn't clear on it. And then they all get back in the cars. The lady filming gets some red ink sprayed on her temple, and they drive off. Yeah.
1: She just gets squirted on the head of, side of her face with a ketchup packet. Who was that and lady? And who and then killed her? Tries- oh, idea like if you go back and rewatch it like there, like he is randomly sprinkling in a couple bits of like okay there's someone loading a gun here and stuff like that but it never coalesces into the idea that like he's suggesting that like anyone is following Mm -hmm. uh neil breen or killing his associates it just random shit happens in the movie for no reason and it's up to you to figure out whether or not it's a dream sequence or not and that's it yeah but yeah no we have no idea if she was like oh yeah if she was working with his new accomplices or if that's who knows Ah, uh, so, yeah, it's and then, a
0: complete mystery! And then he parks, removes the diode, <laughs> he's so very smart, and then yeah. uh, we see so we smart. see a rich couple valet park, and he bribes a valet guy with two hundred whole dollars so he can use that car. <sighs> Even though he talks about later how easy it is for him to steal cars, he can- With a, it, a cell phone, yeah. yeah. And that's two hundred dollars he could've given to an orphanage!
1: And then... That's true. But for him, there's but a butter drop in the ocean of funds that he yeah. has access to.
0: And then he holds a phone up to his face a couple times, not saying anything into it, and then injects something into a strawberry.
1: It takes a while. The strawberry injection scene takes a fucking while. Like, I love how, like, the anth when he trades the magical fish potion for a 10-pound brick of anthrax, cocaine, or whatever the fuck, brick scene, he just glosses over that. But he very lovingly spends a lot of time on this... <laughs> injecting fish potion into mm-hmm. the the strawberry scene.
0: And then and so yeah. And then there's there's two couples waiting outside a, a quick marriage chapel. He walks yeah, up Yeah like
1: a chapel Oh, love. Yeah. He walks
0: up to one of them and is like Eeny meeny mighty mo, you'll do and then and then uh, he picks one up by saying, Hey I'm your driver, let's go. He seems trustworthy. And then the lady in the back seat is bewildered. I wonder
1: the limo drivers come out and say, hey, can you come with me? Let's go. Yeah,
0: like, yeah, I know you just got married and paid $20 to get married, and now you have a limo driver, I guess.
1: Are they just assuming the limo of like a free limo ride comes free with the wedding thing?
0: And then, like, yeah, the ladies in the back seat being bewildered at the fact she married this dude after only knowing him for two days. And yeah, so... and it's
1: great too because it's insinuated that they're driving around but obviously all the interiors of the car they're like they're just parked somewhere but like the outside scenes are like trying to hey. show that they're like driving around town hey Bill
0: yeah. oh who the fuck are these people supposed to be?
1: <laughs> they're, I guess, they're the family of his associate, his new hire, the people who just hired Neil Breen to kill the people of the family to intimidate the thingy <laughs> from the previous scene.
0: I guess. And so,
1: I mean, they do say we need you to kill the fail like yeah, a, like yeah. a family of some associates to do something. And but so, like, they—it's never articulated. Wh- yeah, no, Neil. I mean, it's just Neil. Not, Booth- this is. This has nothing. nothing nothing to do with attacking uh, Las Vegas subplot. This is an entirely new plot thread. Neil boozes
0: them up and poisons them with the strawberry and the diet. Oh yeah, he gives them
1: the the strawberry champagne cocktails.
0: The dialogue acts like they're driving, and where he's like, We'll be in the hotel yeah. in 10 minutes, but they sure exactly. aren't driving. Nothing's moving. And then,
1: no, they're just like parked next to a and fire. I guess the yeah.
0: husband's dead, and he just dumps him in the truck in the broad daylight with cars honking in the background and shit. <laughs> And then when the bride wakes up, she's like, What's going on? And Neil's like, Hey, we partied pretty hard last night, had sex by the fountain, got married, hell yeah, it's Vegas, baby. And then she's I'm not sure what his goal is here. And then he answers the phone is like, What do you mean I picked up the wrong couple? That's impossible. I'm brilliant super spy terrorist. Even though he can't eat tuna. <laughs>
1: that's that's what I'm saying, like he's the print does not have a problem showing sometimes that his character is 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 fallible but to the point that you're like oh, how does he ever get work if like he got this assassination mission but i guess he never got the names or the pictures or mm-hmm. the descriptions of his targets they, he just randomly the couples don't look alike, alike at all no! And there's multiple couples there, so you should be sure which one to end up.
0: And kill, yeah. It is nuts. And, and then he gets mad at her and is like, All right, the, the marriage is over! Fuck it. Get out of my yeah. car! Get out! Get out! And then...
1: <laughs> and then... But, but she doesn't... Well, no, but then he does t- end up taking both of their bodies... Well, they're, they're not totally dead, because the dude is still alive. He takes her out to the desert, and, but the lady is still half-conscious, and he, he, he dumps got, him I on the know.
0: ground and her next her and says, there's your husband. Well, okay. <laughs> okay. Dad and then you see him just know. drive
1: right back to the Chapel of Love again to pick up the right couple.
0: Well, no. He goes to finds the other couple on some shore of a lake or something. And they committed suicide by rubbing some red jelly on their heads. <laughs> that's and he's the like, thing. a suicide pact. They knew what was coming. I wish I did. Could you explain it to me, Neil? No? Okay, so is... cool.
1: Okay, so Neil Brain is the super secret of Shadow Operative that no one knows even exists. Yes. But Mm -hmm. this random married teenage couple who just got married in a Chapel of Love in Vegas presumably saw Neil Breen pick up the wrong couple and were so frightened (laughs) that they decided to give up on life, drive out to another lake, somehow magically shoot both of themselves in the forehead while leaning against each other against a rock Mm -hmm. before Neil Breen could do
0: it. Yep. And it's just
1: like, what the... F- and yeah, it's not... They're not shot. They just got strawberry jam on the center of their foreheads. Yep.
0: And then he... Mess- and
1: there's no gun with them or anything no. like that. They're just dead. It's yep. just... What the fuck?
0: So he messes around on his oh, his turned-off God. computer some more, takes some more naps, finds a skeleton in his sleeping bag that he knees in the jaw, he runs around the desert like a grandpa... <laughs>
1: He calls up a commercial airplane to track Sector 45 now. That's a very important
0: plot point. Yeah. And then his <laughs> his ghost fiancé holds out her hand and says, Forgive me. Forgive me. I, I, is she talking to us to forgive her for uh, being in this movie? Oh, she I... says, Forgive me. Forgive me. Make time stand still. Hmm. Okay.
1: Oh, that really means a thing. That changes
0: the yeah. plot now. And Neil says, I have myself... I, I, I have...
1: <sighs> We're having strokes, this is...
0: No, he says, is- I find myself having dreams and nightmares while I sleep. Yeah, that's normally how dreams work, you asshole. You either have dreams yeah. or nightmares. Except... <laughs>
1: Things have changed now, because now it's dreams and nightmares, unlike anyone else on the planet. Mm-hmm. And so he's, he wakes up, and it's yeah, he's been sleeping on his face in the dirt next to his car for the fourth night, n- yep. night in a row now. He
0: says he's so confused oh and depressed, and that's what happens when you watch Double Down. And then he goes <laughs> goes to the Vegas Strip and slaps half a pound of, of, of fucking powdered sugar well, on some he's... random dude's arm.
1: He, well, this is also accompanying. He's got this whole monologue about how he can walk around the Sunstrip, uh, the, the Vegas Strip, and no one can know who he is or what he's doing. And yeah, he just dumps like. And this this poor guy, he never. Again, this doesn't seem to be part of his plot of, of his attack against the Vegas Strip. Yeah. He's just attacking a random stranger by dumping then, half a pound of anthrax on his arm. And, then and he he's says, not even wearing gloves or anything like that. He'll like, kill anyone
0: well, hold in five on. minutes. No, yeah. he says. Once it gets airborne, it kills immediately. He'll be dead in five minutes. Hey, that's not what immediately means, you asshole.
1: <laughs> exactly, yeah. And
0: and, then, and I, what about he, you? You're the fool yeah, that slapped it on him. He's,
1: he dumps it over. It's all over his hands, and he's just He's got more of it on himself than he just got it on this random dude. Oh. And again, this is not like an assassination target. He's just rubbing pounds of anthrax <laughs> on people in public. Like what the
0: then, what <laughs>
1: fucked up power fantasies do you have that this is like oh my god and, and then he calls some he, he some gets
0: d- on his flip phone calls some lady who does a voiceover <laughs> <who> <laughs> and she's like yeah. oh I haven't heard from you in a while hmm and, and they argue on, whether baby. or not, like, he's
1: like, yeah, you gonna give me a hundred dollars? And then he, he's like, I'll give you hundred dollars.
0: She wants to see him after the job's done, because his ghost girlfriend likes to watch, I guess. And then yeah, guess so. uh, he steals a Ferrari that has the license plate Ferrari.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, this is the thing where, and, like, he steals it by, like, rubbing his cell phone onto
0: <laughs> it. And, <laughs> and then he like... he demands a private meeting with someone... And then I, yeah. I guess he picks that person up in his car, and this guy is wearing a dollar store mustache and goatee for <laughs> he's reasons. He's got
1: this plastic Cheeto Bandito mustache and beard. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, and he's got like this hoodie, or not a hoodie, but he's got like this hat on. Like, I guess he's supposed to be like maybe a gang banger or something.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Because he's and dressed
1: like like a white they, guy trying to dress like a ga- like a Latino gang banger at, at a yeah. bad Halloween party. And then yeah. they
0: park. A lady in a red dress with a bad blonde wig walks by. To get in her car <laughs> and Neil's like, it is Vegas sure is something and he's like, It sure is and then Neil injects him with something that knocks him out immediately. He could have just yeah. done that at any point. He didn't need the distraction. And then the lady That
1: lady seemed incredibly tall to you.
0: I, I don't know. I didn't know. Maybe
1: this. it's because the Ferrari solo slung from <laughs> one yeah. of my notes it looks like a 12-foot woman getting into a giant car mm. to distract the, the Cheeto Bandito guy.
0: And yeah. then the lady drives off, and so does Neil, and he goes and meets the dudes from earlier who... Did whatever, and they
1: yeah, it's, it's 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 yeah, the trio of dudes who like wanted him to kill a, a family of oh, yeah, yeah. the associate and then they yeah. they
0: they're like, who's your friend? And so he pulls out that guy's fake facial hair, and they're like, holy shit, it's him! And they pull their guns,
1: they pull their guns out on this dead
0: who's, guy's course. Who's him?
1: They never explain! Who is this they're guy? They're scared. This guy's obviously unconscious, and they don't recognize him until Neil Breen takes off his plastic mustache.
0: <laughs> and Neil's <laughs> like, relax. I tranquilize <laughs> him, And his friends oh know he's with God. me, so I'm a marked man now. Okay. Just... And also, the lady's dead. The CIA lost a good she's agent. She's right. the
1: corner. Yeah. She's got her blonde wig off, and she's got, like, blood on her face, and she's been killed. Again, killed, we don't know... By who? I guess someone is... Yeah, it's just random death.
0: Mm-hmm. More driving oh around God. Vegas? Can't get enough of it. They go <laughs> uh, to some <laughs> rubble-bombed-out-looking place to meet some anthrax dealer, which I don't think is a real thing, but okay, Neil, you do you.
1: Well, it's funny because, like, but he's... Okay, here's my note for this. So, wait, Brain is just pretending to work with the second group of employees mm-hmm. who are anthrax dealers, but... Oh, I, but, yeah, oh, but yeah, but say even aside from that, how much uh, demand for weaponized anthrax is there? In the oh, yeah, they could oh, make a living just being being an anthrax dealer. But then, who need breen as muscle as they trade a few vials of breen's anti-fish potion? For another giant 10 pound brick of anthrax. I guess Neil Breen used that whole first 10 pound brick of anthrax on that one guy. <laughs>
0: yeah, it seemed like <laughs> and, it. Well, but he... if these
1: guys are anthrax dealers. Shouldn't they be the ones selling the anthrax to someone else and not trading an- in anti fish he... potion for anthrax?
0: He says he needs to keep up his cover and appear like he's helping these agents and he's not? What is he doing? Uh,
1: we well, again, we have no idea who these people are, but like suddenly, yeah, they're like there's this drug deal.
0: And <laughs> a, after, after that, fucking, they, this is
1: okay. Well, at least this is the third act of the film. Pretty
0: much, they, here, they yeah. point their guns at each other while they make the deal. <laughs> they're and they're he, standing
1: like a foot away from each other with like these AKs pointed at each other's chest. Dude. And he's yeah. like,
0: he's like, uh, Neil drops the banthrex on the ground. was like, it bust open, like, run. Yeah, and they all run away. Then he voiceovers, kill them. Gunfire sound effects. <laughs> And then, it
1: sounds like motorized super soakers being shot at each other and, from off camera. And then
0: he gets on his flip phone. and I, I can't stress how immediately this happens. He gets on his no, flip phone and abrupt, says, yeah. it went down. Your men did just fine. No idea who he's talking to. He, it's finished. He gives the yeah. anthrax to the agents and says, I want you to take full credit for this bust. I want no part of it. Alright, cool. Okay, and okay, sure. we
1: have no idea what just happened. Nope. It was completely... From the moment he drops, he accidentally <sighs> drops an open vial of fish potion, which that means everyone should be dead, to the end of the scene is literally about 20 seconds.
0: How is there still <laughs> half an hour of this turd That's... left?
1: When I was watching it last night, I paused it right there. And I was like, okay, is this the finale? No, there's still half an hour. Mm. Oh my
0: god. He, he wanders around uh, the desert, some more climbing shit, because I guess Just... he can. He talks to his ghost fiance. She says uh, he that she needs to believe that something extraordinary is possible. You Bitch, you're dead. You don't need to believe in nothing. And then <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. Him sitting. During, a- your days are done.
0: Him sitting at a train yard using his old laptops. He says stuff that doesn't matter because this movie has no plops. And then uh-huh. l- he loads some gun, runs around the desert somewhere, did says to no one, didn't mean to disturb your lunch, and then pretends to shoot his guns.
1: He pretends to fire at something we don't see off camera, and it's just him. Like he's got like two squirt guns, and like there's just the can sound effect going. Badoosh, badouche, Badoosh. There's no muzzle well, flare or anything like that. And then he twitches, and then ketchup gets on his face, mm-hmm. and that's the end of that scene. That who over is he it.
0: shooting?
1: He's, we have. No, I'm assuming he's supposed to be like target practicing with the animals in the desert. <laughs> I guess. Hey, I guess d- interrupting he's their lunch. We're like after an hour of nonsense. This is the part of the movie where I guess he's preparing for the Las Vegas attack that he was talking about at the beginning of the film. Which means the whole hour that we've watched so far has nothing to do with the next thirty minutes. So, which is just extra or just stupid. Oh my god! Hey, it's time to get
0: juicy because he takes off his shirt and pulls out his (laughs) denim vest, which has medals on it.
1: Child-sized denim vest.
0: (laughs) It has medals on it. Hey, Bill, how many medals?
1: It's got eight medals. No,
0: it's got all the medals.
1: It's got all he's the medals. He's been awarded he all the medals.
0: <laughs> all of them.
1: And he's honestly just went to a military pawn shop, just picked whatever he could get for like a dollar a piece. He's even got a purple heart. Just, oh my god, which I'm wondering... I uh, just, this is just, and he just stands in the desert for a while, just looking at himself. Not even looking at him, because he doesn't have a mirror. He just put, this is his, just this is his excuse to show off to the audience how badass of a kid. Ca- because he doesn't, never wears this vest Ooh, again.
0: You know, it's just- well, he puts it on, covering his grandpa body, only to be shirtless again in the next scene. And, uh, oh, he, and- <laughs> he's got the body of Bad Hat Harry from Jaws.
1: That's that's exactly that kind of thing. Like this, like the paunchy when, when skinny guys get paunchy titties. when they get elderly. Yeah, where like they, they got the little man dugs mm-hmm. h- hanging down and like the the wobbly arm flob, <laughs> <laughs> you know that kind of shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Every part of the body sounds like it should have the letter B In it cause it's all everything's all flobbly Wobbly wibbly, wobbly <laughs> Yeah uh,
0: he pretends to oh wrench His direct TV dishes again and then He says that he can make <laughs> He can make an EMP Go off 200 miles above the earth Is that important no no it I is not I know
1: nothing at all yeah He gets a it's... phone
0: call and yells at somebody on the phone That that's not possible he cured her that's not possible. Obviously, you oh, did it, you asshole. That was food gold catch... you had in your hand. It, it, I think it, I you was... lost in your tuna cans.
1: <laughs> Actually, that's 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 like Exhibit A in your thing of just this is just the old man rambling in the desert. Like this is like yeah. Oh, I see. Very interesting.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, is that when he throws himself down in the dirt then for a while?
2: So uh...
1: oh, we see we okay okay he walks over his wife's corpse. There's hair sticking out of the <laughs> fucking book bag again. He- What the fuck?
0: <laughs> His he, sleeping bag. He oh, falls- this
1: movie is just a- it's a slideshow of nonsense. He
0: falls on the ground and yells that he can't go on like this. I'm an American! I'm an American! I love this country! And he, I didn't realize- he runs, I around, this is... <laughs> he runs around the desert again while screaming. It's pathetic and hilarious. Just ah, <laughs> he, runs, he
1: runs, off into the sunset, right past a random plastic skeleton leg sticking out of the
0: dirt, <laughs> and we get to watch we him get, run for like, like five kind of, minutes.
1: I didn't realize. I'm assuming this must be in reaction to the fact that the girl died. And he didn't actually fix her in the first place, right? But well, why, why that, like, why he suddenly worried about like I'm an American, I love this country. Like, what? the? I almost kind of well, wonder if there was a deleted scene that we're missing, but and then the, okay. the next scene,
0: he says it's time to begin the attack. So I guess the whole scene where he screamed the desert about being American and not be able to go on was just nothing, huh?
1: Yeah, yeah, it's just okay. I guess that was just more. Yeah, it's and then he drives. Nothing. Ra- he
0: drives around with his younger self in the car. Then he runs around the desert some more. And Then the dead lady says, "Forgive me, some more." And he stabs himself in the arm and takes out a computer chip, saying he doesn't need it anymore. Thanks for explaining what that thing was, dickhead. Yeah,
1: I don't, like, yeah, okay, yeah. And one of his his wife's ghost shows up to heal the arm wound, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: Well, no, I think she doesn't heal the arm wound. That that happens a little later, I think.
1: a little later? Yeah,
0: and some random dude says they know who the Vegas Connection is, and they've arranged for him to meet him. And then he steps in some gum. And there's another transmitter in there, and he says they've planted on him, and they know it's him. Who knows? What is him? What's going on? And then what's with the bones in the double bag? This is not
1: the three guys he has the meeting with the next morning. This is Uh, other guys who are talking about
0: him off camera. And then he screams, Where are you some more before running into the desert? We're
1: calling the it's worse like sports sports match mm-hmm. and we're both like the game's falling apart and we're trying to keep up and like oh my god gunderson's got the field goal what's going on <laughs> and and then, the audience is on fire and then he trips oh. and
0: hurts himself but then his ghost wife heals him for plot okay that's oh, that's what it was more typing okay, yeah. on dead computers talking on the phone to someone Someone, and then yeah. there's, oh, there's four... He calls
1: them to say the filters are active and that he's got a 10.30 a.m. meeting the next morning. And then some old... This is overstocked via stock footage of Skylab in space.
0: Old men talk to the camera about how safe Vegas is. And then... Okay,
1: so it's three... You never four. see all three men together four in the same shot.
0: Four old men. slabby, fart-filled man.
1: It's three men standing in front of an empty sky. No, it's four. <laughs> there's... is a four yeah. old men? Uh. And you get to hear, you hear the sound of a cheering crowd behind them, but you never see where they're at? <laughs>
0: no. Nope.
1: It's just like, we don't know. If, I guess I guess they're standing in the middle of the Sunset Strip, I guess. I guess this is the 10.30 a.m. meeting the next morning that Neil Breen's supposed to be a part of. Yep. I have no idea.
0: Yep. But yeah. So Neil says that the diversions have begun. Las Vegas and the others won't know what hit them. And the newspaper headline the next day was bioterrorist loves America and gives to charity. He's a good guy. Hundreds of thousands dead.
1: So, <sighs> he's... So, I guess he's... Like, he's. I guess... This scene, anyway he said he's got this entire huge strike force of people creating these diversions for him Mm -hmm. so he could launch the Las Vegas Strip attack. I guess, I don't know. Uh, We've never seen any of these people. Mm. It just, he starts talking about how these diversions are being created over stock footage of, like, airports being busy, dog sniffing, drug sniffing, dog sniffing Mm -hmm. packages, like, crowded uh, sports arenas. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think there's, like, stock footage of, of, like, a wildfire or something like that. I guess these are the diversions that all of his agents are creating. Even though he says he can do all the shit with him by himself, he has this invisible strike team, like creating all these. He's created, like he, he must have killed shitloads of people with these diversions. Yeah. And now he's about to launch his attack on this, on 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 the Las Vegas Strip. We still have no idea what that attack is, or why it's happening, or how he's going to attack. He's just saying he's he's just on his phone, still in the desert. He hasn't even come into Las Vegas. It's. Oh my god, yeah.
0: Yep, it's terrible. So, uh... <laughs> this is
1: the climax of the movie! This is it! This is the yep. highlight! This is. He sleeps, yeah. he
0: sleeps in his car topless again, but then he, <laughs>
1: This is the highlight! Yeah, exactly! This is the climax of the movie! But, to go,
0: but then he hangs outside of his car with his vest on, and he, he says he can't stop the diversion attack, but he can stop the main attack plan. What? And then he pulls off to the side of the road, dumps about a hundred empty tuna cans on the road, Looks at his direct TV dish, fucks around on some dead computers, saying he knows he can stop the attack.
1: Is it ever explained why he suddenly decides, like, because literally he goes from one scene talking about, okay, the diversions have been started, the strip, uh, the, the attack is about to start, no one can stop it, and then suddenly he's like, oh, I must stop the attack. He's like, a, there's no, I didn't miss anything, an right? There's no reason to, like, it's not like even his dead wife shows up to say, hey, please stop the attack, right?
0: It's because he he's just an arbitrarily... American, he loves this country. <laughs>
1: I love my country! Because you think even if, like, maybe... Maybe... You think the death of that girl that he thought he cured cancer would be the the instigating event to make him decide he doesn't want to attack Las Las Vegas, but... No, it's just completely... Literally almost in the same sentence, he goes from, like, ha, the attack will commence now, to... Oh shit, the attack will commence now, I gotta stop it! Yeah. But yeah,
0: um... So... Uh, he
1: sets- yeah, he, yeah, he, he pulls- yeah,
0: he, he pulls out- holds oh out my. three flip phones <laughs> and holds them up to his face and says he's calling them simultaneously via conference call. Hey, Neil? That's not how conference calls work, Neil. Hey, Neil?
1: No, you no. don't talk into three separate phones at the same time.
0: And then a bunch of old men standing around awkwardly by themselves in front of a sky background. The CIA director, yeah. the FBI director, the director of Homeland Security, and the senator. He tells them, they have to do what he says to prevent a national emergency that he has created by the way and yeah. and there's a shootout i guess with two- it
1: just cuts suddenly cuts to uh the survive the, the the agents that he was working with during the anthrax fish potion uh deal like 20 minutes ago are sneaking up on a couple guys in a train yard mm-hmm. and shoot these guys one guy turns on the other pretends to shoot the other guy in the head who pretends to fall over dead. <laughs> well, the thing I like and about is that is explained. they're
0: sitting next to each other on this gravel in this train yard. They're both holding assault rifles and the yeah. guy takes the time to reach behind his back, pull out a pistol so he can shoot the guy in the head with that pistol rather than just hold up the assault rifle and shoot him with that.
1: Yeah, well, I love his buddy sitting next to him. He sees the gun and he goes, huh? <laughs> and then, like, he shoots him and the guy goes, oh, I am shot! And <laughs> <All's> over <laughs> dead. And, the, and that's that's it. That's all we see of those guys. And then it's the old like,
0: men complain about stuff and how could this have happened? We weren't prepared. Well, there was yeah,
1: cross cuts with more footage of just like buses and fire trucks. and Go just, to Code yeah. Orange.
0: Go to Code Orange. All four, they say that, but no. Go oh, it
1: goes on for a while. Go like, to Code yeah.
0: Red. She is serious. And stock footage of fires, planes, people, and they say, prepare to evacuate. The whole town's on the strip. And then the second guy pops up. Prepare to evacuate, to evacuate the hotels, the hotels on the street. Then the, the third guy oh, pops true. up. Prepare to evacuate, <laughs> to evacuate the hotels the on the... Hotels ho- on the and then the fourth guy pops up. Prepare to evacuate the hotel- hotels... <laughs> the- Neil, <laughs> stop <laughs> it. <in. laughs> then- I love that the...
1: Ho- like, evacuating the hotels is the most important thing. This is also just right after like one of the guys stands up and says, This event will force us to change the way we do things.
0: Oh. <laughs> and, just, and then like, what is What is
1: happening in this movie?
0: Neil says he's done all he can do to stop the attacks, and he hopes that- He's
1: literally done nothing, he's been on the phone and not talking to anyone, but now he's done all he can. And
0: then he says he hopes that proves whose side he's on, and that his loyalty is to his country. No it doesn't you asshole, you're the one behind the attack and the diversion attack that happened before that did bad things. You don't, get, you don't get nothing at all. You don't get to punch someone in the face and then say, I was going to stab you too, but now I'm not going to. I hope that shows what good friends we are.
1: Yeah, he's only just proved to the world that he's a schizophrenic megalomaniac <sighs> who can't be trusted by anybody with
0: anything. <laughs> like, so then like, he finds...
1: Love-
0: oh what do you God. love, Bill?
1: I just... I, I, I honestly wonder, like how he thought this made sense to anyone outside of his own brain. Mm-hmm. How, like, him, him, like, especially just the statement, oh, now you see that I am trustworthy or whatever. Yeah. Or, like, I, I like you, you see what, what side I'm fighting for. Like, yeah, no, you've done, this, your character's literally done nothing during this whole climax except be on the phone, and we never even get to see what the hell. It's just, it's mystifying. It is insane. Mm-hmm.
0: But, yeah, so, go ahead. Uh he finds his fool's gold rock in one of the hundreds of tuna cans in his car. <laughs> God, that's right. And he yeah. says, they're coming for me, so I have to run. And I thought you couldn't be killed for reasons. And then he ch- yeah. he chases his ghost lady of, and the younger version of him s- then both around the desert for a while. Then he <laughs> picks up his ghost fiancé and carries her down a kill. But then she vanishes from his arms. But then she's back in his arms again. But then she vanishes again. i when the skeletons in a green sleeping bag. And then he says, remember when? It was you. And then he smashes a laptop from 1986 with a rock and cries.
1: And it takes a while too, because he does a (laughs) terrible job of it too, so it goes on for a little bit too long. And then he he
0: carries the ghost lady down a gravel road, his younger self beckons for him, Neil says he's sorry it had to be this way, then he's in a car with his younger self, then his younger self is outside the car, and then he's driving off, leaving his younger self alone in the desert. His ghost lady holds up his her holds his hand from the back seat where she's sitting for reasons, and then he says, Thank you for loving me. And then he drives past the smashed computer on the side of the road, keep going into the distance, oh says forgive me, it had to be this way. Stock footage flies over Nevada Hills and the movie ends.
1: <laughs> that is a yeah, written <coughs> by Neil well, Green. Well hold on now. Bre-
0: directed by Neil oh. Green, musical director, Neil Green. Editor Neil Musical Breen, director. production designer Neil Breen, production manager Neil Breen, casting Neil Breen, lighting yes. none, makeup and hair none. Well, no shit. Locations Neil Breen, catering Neil Locations Breen. Point. I I feel like if the as the credits oh, were rolling, God. I was expecting every word to slowly just turn into Neil Breen, Neil Breen. <laughs> Neil
1: Breen it just- Neil Breen, a whole paragraph. Neil Breen. Neil Breen.
0: That was uh, copyright 2005. Oh, Neil God. Breen. Yucko Bucko. That just, was cinematic diarrhea.
1: I just, I love the idea that, like, I love your your notion that the only real part of this movie is him driving off with his dead dead wife's skeleton in the backseat of his car <laughs> where leaves well it leaves just a wake of t- empty tuna cans and smashed Radio Shack equipment in his wake. Uh, like everything else before this was just a, like, fucking fever dream from a schizophrenic maniac. Wow. Oh my god. What the hell was that?
0: That's, uh, I don't the. That? <laughs> it was, it's, it's what the fuck
1: was that? It
0: was, it's, unexplainable.
1: Oh, you know what? One of the last shots of the movie is the dude in the shoes. Is it? There's something to that. We might yeah. have to write Neil Breed a letter and say, you may have picked up on something there, actually. <laughs> I, I don't, I have no idea. Oh, Jesus Christ. Jesus fucking Christ. And there's nothing about this movie. Like, I tried to look up any trivia about this movie, and there's nothing out there. Of course And like I said, there. other than his IMDb page, where he just says, like, yeah, I'm an architect, and I made money, and I put my money, architect money. I want, who wants to live in a building that Neil Breen designed? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: They should, whoever, whoever has access to those public records needs to go to Las Vegas and automatically condemn all those buildings because those people are unsafe. Oh my god. I'm sorry, Daniel. (laughs) I mean, I think we had a pretty good time talking about it, but man, I did not expect that to be the gibberish it turned out to be. I I still, I do not regret having watched it, but
0: I did expect more of- That wasn't a dumpster brand fire, that was a (laughs) trash go brand fire. That wasn't even a
1: fire! That was just an explosion of confusion. <laughs> <laughs> that was... That was 9-11 at Studio 54. Like, what the fuck just happened there? Oh, Jesus. Yeah, that's... I expected there to actually be more of a story. Like, this is... This is pretty unconventional, even for a terrible movie. Yeah. Like, but even by that kind of standards, this is pretty... The fuck? Yeah, it's bad. What's... Th- <laughs> what this? this... John agree. Yeah, he says. He's got good timing too. You must have known that we were just finished with one of the worst movies of all time. Yeah, but yeah, there's. Oh, Aww. Oh. <laughs> <Trapping>. <laughs> Did Trapping. he just see the DVD case for the movie? <laughs> and it's just spontaneously meltdown. Yeah,
0: he's uh, like, oh no, you're okay. talking about Double Down, and you got upset. I'll let you get out of here. Oh no, soon, you're fine. So you take so, care, uh, kiddo, but. Uh, oh before God. I get to what uh, we're gonna do next time, he's murdering on Twitter. I'm the goopy turtle on Twitter. Talk to ass on Twitter. Talk to all the things. Uh, don't watch this movie. It's very bad. Uh, and
1: I still, I you know, I do not re- like. I said I don't. I don't regret having seen it. No. But I just wish I. I wish I had understood that it's not really a movie before yeah. watching it. It's. It is just an insane tone poem by a crazy guy. So next, which that's not even in itself inherently bad. But okay, what are we doing next?
0: Next time we're gonna get back a bail. <laughs>
1: Oh no! It's bad when Awful April turns into Vendetta. <laughs> but,
0: <laughs> we're gonna be watching <laughs> like, something who, from which ni-
1: co-hosts get hurt each other the most. Nineteen
0: eighty-four.
1: Oh my god! Splash,
0: starring Syndel Towati.
1: You son of a bitch! <laughs> <laughs> hey, <laughs> mother <fucker. laughs> we're motherfucker. Do watching. you know I just found that?
0: I just be did. I upload. <laughs> A Caravan Caravan of of Courage courage, A Ewok (laughs) Adventure (laughs) I was just watching that yesterday I had to stop Oh, good timing! Though. What that you
1: freaking caravan of Kirk the Ewok adventure? Because what the f- I, The terrible thing I can't believe I actually recognized the character's name. I, I oh, my I was God, just thinking of things
0: no. that you would hate, and I'm like, oh, one of those bad Star Wars sh- things.
1: Oh no, that's not even the good one because they made two of those things, and that's not even the good one. <laughs> oh my God,
0: no! Yep, vengeance will be mine. God.
1: So what's? So okay, what do we know exactly what all the movies were doing this month? Cause you, what was, what did we do last week? You picked Adam's Family and then Ewok Adventure. Mm-hmm. I, oh okay, so that I might, if I stick with, He-Man and the Masters of the Universe, that'll be the whole
0: schedule for. The... Yep. Oh shit. Yep, that'll be it.
1: I literally feel mind between going from Neil Brain <laughs> to thinking about caravanic Courage in one, one moment. Just... Oh, fuck. I feel like my b- brain pussy's been fucked inside out. Yeah. Oh, shit.
0: But don't worry, because okay. all the old Star Wars stuff was good. At least that's what the fans <laughs> say.
1: Yeah, yeah. Star Wars totally didn't get ruined before the Phantom Menace. Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah. That's good, because that's that's going to be like 45 minutes long, too. Yeah.
0: So. So that's, that's next oh time. My Caravan God. of Courage. <laughs>
1: Did you know I had copies of that? No,
0: I was—I I was—I was, those, I was, like last week. I was literally gonna save Bill can find a copy. We're gonna watch it, but apparently you already did.
1: No, like I—I I dumped uh, that into and double down into iTunes, like in the same <laughs> like, like like the same click and drag. Great. Okay. So, well, fuck it. <laughs> Ewok Adventure Caravan of Courage, starring Cindel Telwani,
0: <laughs> Warwick
1: Davis. You know, if we love that one, the sequel's got a uh, Wilford Brimley in it too.
0: Yeah, I've seen the sequel. Oh.
1: Okay, yeah, that, that that's a little more like they kind of learned from some of their mistakes in the first one and mm-hmm. made it a little more action packed. But <laughs> Jesus Christ, this really is an awful April to remember. It truly is. Okay, yep. Jesus, so, it can't be any worse than Double Down. No, yeah, that
0: was Double Down next week. It's Caravan of Courage and Ewok Adventures. So uh, yay, yay! It told, Thank you, Daniel. Yep.
1: that's actually a small gift to me. We'll see. Oh,
0: I was hoping it would <laughs> bum you out more than that, but okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> no.
1: no <laughs> well, the thing is, I have not seen it since it first aired mm. 35 years ago, so gotcha. who knows? But. Yeah, okay. Yeah, well, fuck. it'll be okay. next
0: time, so until then, keep filling your holes with pop culture. Goodbye, everybody. Take care, guys.
1: I'm so sorry. It had to be done. <laughs>